This is Sharon Lavitt of the Tyndale Momentum Book Team at Tyndale House Publishers. I'm talking today with Sarah May about her new book, Longing for Paris, One Woman's Search for Joy, Beauty, and Adventure, right where she is. Before we begin, I'd like to tell people a little bit about Sarah May. I emphasize little because Sarah May is a prolific entrepreneur in so many areas of our world, including but by no means limited to the blogosphere. Christian Broadcasting Network has named her one of the six women leaders to follow on Twitter. She is an influential Christian blogger, conference founder, and co-host with Sally Clarkson of the best-selling book, Desperate. Sarah May's drive is to inspire women to hold fast to Jesus and to live by faith. She does this through the written and spoken word, but also at the annual sold-out conference, Alum, that she founded. In her everyday life, amid the beautiful Amish countryside of Pennsylvania where she lives, Sarah May is the wife who passionately supports her husband, is mom to three of her favorite people whom she homeschools. Longing for Paris can be ordered online now and will be available everywhere books are sold in August 2015. Welcome, Sarah May. Thanks for having me, Sharon. This is great. Oh, thanks so much for taking time out of your schedule and from your kitties to do this. I know summer break is here, and so you've got a lot more time with them than you had to do fun things, and so we appreciate this little bit of time that you're giving to us. So, I, you know, longing for Paris, can you tell listeners what led you to write this book in light of all you do professionally, as well as homeschooling three children, what compelled you to make time to write this book? Well, quite frankly, because of everything you just said right there, there are all of these things that I do and want to do, and I realize I can't do all of them fully. And so, for example, I do homeschool my kids, and I stay home with my kids, and I'm a homemaker. I'm also a writer, and I always have ideas bursting out of me, and I want to do everything, and I want to have two lives where I can work full-time <laughs> and where I can stay home with my kids, but that's not my reality. <laughs> and how Paris comes into that is that I would really love to go and live in Paris and particularly, I want to go back to the 1920s and 30s when Hemingway was there and Fitzgerald, and there was this jazz culture of the time and artists and creatives. And I love the idea of being surrounded by artistic peers in a beautiful place of music and culture and romance and staying up at night having wonderful conversations into, into the night, you know, um, and, and then writing all day. Uh, so Paris, for me sort of is this just beautiful place where I could experience all of the things that I love to do outside of being a mom and a homemaker. And the other thing about longing for Paris is that I have these dreams and these longings and I was going through a period of time in my life where I felt like I really need to figure this stuff out. Where are all these longings com coming from? Mm -hmm. Are my dreams biblical? What do I do with them as, you know, this woman who's also a mom and a homemaker? And I was seeing other books where women would go and travel the world to figure themselves out. Mm -hmm. And I thought, 
but I can't do that. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, leave my kids, pick up, go off to Paris or wherever and yeah. figure my life out. I need to figure out these longings and my dreams and how to enjoy my dreams and my longings and my family right where I am in my very normal everyday life. It doesn't sound like I have a normal everyday life because of everything you read in my introduction, but I actually have an extremely normal life. (laughs) Get up, make my kids breakfast, spend time with my kids, read my kids, school my kids, you know, clean, wash my dishes, pick up my hat, clean my house, take my kids to their ball games. I mean, totally normal, normal, normal. So I wanted to figure out how can I follow my dreams in my everyday life that's pretty much what it is. <laughs> okay, so so you because of that you just started trying to figure it out and you want to share what you've learned with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I it, it, so it started with Paris. That was sort of the the catalyst. Mm-hmm. I want to go to Paris. You know, I want to go travel the world. I want to go do something. Mm-hmm. But really, that was just the tip. That was not the depth of the longing. So I had to start unearthing my longings. Mm-hmm. And I started to pray and ask the Lord, God, what are these longings and what do I do with them? Yeah. And so that took me down a whole other journey of exploring mm-hmm. the root of our longings and why we ache to have our longings mm-hmm. met. Mm-hmm. And so I unpack this in the book mm-hmm. um, about how God puts these longings in our soul and how he gives us dreams so we can bring his kingdom to bear in creative ways on this earth mm-hmm. and how we need to not kill off our dreams and our longings, particularly as wives and moms, mm-hmm. when we think that because we have a season where we have to not focus on our dreams yeah. doesn't mean we kill them off. We must always keep that fire lit. And so I mm-hmm. talk about that as well mm-hmm. in the book. So then you feel like this longing is something common, or does everybody have this? I, I believe that every single person on this earth has a longing. I think that God puts longings in everybody. I mean, what is a longing? It is a pull. It is a push for something mm. more. And very often our longings, well, they'll never get fully fulfilled on this earth. We get glimpses of the filling. You know, when something wonderful happens or a dream comes true or we get to travel the world or we have our first baby or we get married, you know, whatever these Mm -hmm. dreams are that we have, we get this glimpse. But ultimately our longings are this magnet that pull us towards heaven where all of our longings will eventually be fulfilled. Yeah. So how would you, if you had to categorize your book, how how would you categorize it for the listener who's kind of getting an idea of it but wants a little bit more? Is it memoir? Is it Bible study? Is, you know, what would you say? It's, it's memoir, but it also has a teaching aspect. So it's very much my, my own struggle how I dealt with my longings, what God showed me through my longings, and then, quite frankly, there's all of this delight, how I learned how to bring my longings for Paris into my everyday life. So there's a lot of fun, a lot of adventure, but then there's also a lot of teaching that I go into on how can you navigate the tension between your longings and dreams and your reality. And so I want to not just give women the stories of my life, but encourage them in their own life, how to bring their longings and dreams into the very normalcy of where they are right now. 
Yeah. Yeah, and really, I have to say, one of the parts about your book that I loved was how you pointed out that this common longing and desire that we all have is a God-given gift that can actually be used yeah. for good. Uh, can oh, you yeah. share a little bit of how that notion, because I do think that there are a lot of women who, in their struggle for like, well, why do I have these longings and this is my reality, they want, like you've kind of said a little bit before, they almost want to, it seems like it would make more sense to just bury those or, you know, not yeah. deal with them in order to escape the pain so of, yeah. of unfulfilled longing. So, you know, tell us a little bit about how that longing can be used by God for good. Mm -hmm. So that is really good, especially when you said the word escape. We want to escape mm -hmm. the pain. I think that when we choose to escape the pain and we stuff away our longings, we're denying God the opportunity to heal us in those broken places and in those places of pain and ache where we don't want to even look at our longings. And that's really where I was at at first. I was angry at God and I was sad because I felt like as a woman, I don't have time to pursue my dreams or longings because I am also a mom and a homemaker. and. I don't want to neglect my kids, and I had some real deep issues with that. And But instead of ignoring them, I had a friend help me, come alongside me, and say, this is the place you need to be exactly so God can meet you right there and heal you and reveal some things. And he began to pull out some roots in my heart that I had mm -hmm. regarding women and our longings and how God saw me, Sarah May, as a woman mm -hmm. and, what I was, and what I could do in my life. And so... First of all, I think that we can we we should not try and escape our pain. Mm -hmm. I think that when we are really desperate and we are really at that bottom place, that we invite God in there and say, I don't know how long this is going to take, but God, would you answer me? Would you show me? Would you teach me to see what I don't see? So instead of saying, why, God, why, we mm -hmm. say, would you teach me to see what I don't see? So I think not escaping is a big one. Mm -hmm. I think that it's really important that we continue to keep the flame going mm -hmm. of our longings and our dreams, even if we can't outright pursue them. Because yeah. there are seasons of life, and yeah. we can't always outright pursue our dreams. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean we kill them off. I think when we kill off a dream, what we do is we become half-dead people who just begin going through the motions of life. Yeah. And how can a person who is just going through the motions of life half dead, how can they be a part of bringing God's kingdom to bear in creative ways? It's going to be really hard. Yeah. But when we choose to accept who we are and how God made us, and we find either pockets of times or ways to fan the flame of the color that God put inside of us, then we can be fully alive women. And mm -hmm. fully alive women walking towards the kingdom can do amazing things. We can pull forth life out of others. We can help people in terrible situations around the world and in our own backyard who can't do it for themselves. Because we're fully alive and we're not just going through emotions, we can help others. And that is one of the most important things that we can do. If we are alive and we are doing the things that God put inside of us, we will be able to help other people. Hmm. And that's so key. Yeah, the longing actually propels you to, to do something. So It does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, we and want to listen to that. Yeah. yeah, that makes so much sense. Um, you know, speaking of going through this, you know, and 
I'm sure that listeners who are struggling with this pain, you know, I love my kids, but here I am. And hearing you just say that now is very encouraging because um, that says, okay, I can do this. So I'm wondering about your book. Could it be used in a group study? Absolutely. In fact, I encourage people to use it in a group study. There are discussion questions in the book. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think that when we can get together with Mm -hmm. other women and we can open up about our longings and our struggles and our pain and our ache and our dreams, you know, once we, we speak to them, once we let others know what's going on in our lives you know all of a sudden we're not alone anymore and we can keep going and the my whole goal in everything i do is to encourage women to keep on and to begin again and to help them to persevere through this hard life life is hard Mm -hmm. and it's just not meant to be easy but when we're surrounded with others and we're walking through these these deep issues of our longings and our dreams and our aches and our pains um, with others and we know we're not alone, I think we're going to have a much better chance of not just making it, but coming fully awake and walking out all the things that God wants us to do in our life because of how he made us. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, um, no one can take away your pain, but they can walk through it with you and they can point out that God is still there in the midst of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so... I think you probably told us most of what we need to know, but if there was one thing that you would want uh, to come out of the book, Longing for Paris, what would that be? It would be to not stifle or try and kill off your longing, Mm. but to be willing to be vulnerable enough to explore Mm -hmm. the root of your dreams and the root of your longings and be completely wide open and vulnerable before God, letting him heal the broken places, Hmm. letting him meet you in the weary parts, and then allowing yourself to delight in the things that he's made and to delight in the way that he's made you and to embrace who you are and then to walk that out by faith, knowing that the Lord is pleased with you when you are walking in who he created you to be. Okay, well, thank you so much. I'm I'm so excited about this book and can think of so many people. And I I don't think the book is just for young women because, as you said, we all have this longing, and it doesn't matter how old we are or if you're a man. Um... I think the Paris thing is going to be speaking more to women, but um, I, I love this book. Uh, the book will be out, as I said earlier, in August. You can pre-order Longing for Paris online now, and uh, in your brick-and-mortar stores, you'll find it on the shelves in August. And if you'd like to know more about Sarah May, you can visit her website, sarahmay.com, and you'll love it. It's just Full of wonderful things. I could spend hours on it. So, anyway, thanks, Sarah May. Thanks for giving up time with your kids and um, go out and enjoy the day. Thank you so much, Sharon. You too. Have a great day. Okay, you too. Bye bye now.